Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Some News podcast, the first in 2014. I know I've been busy doing radio shows, lots of those you can actually hear in podcast form on SomeNews.co.uk, so quit your moaning. Uh, but you know, I've missed this. I've missed the, the chat. And so much has happened in the news since last we spoke. The Winter Olympics happened. I didn't watch a single event because I don't care, but you know, still. I mean, there were some crazy events in there. I always thought the skeleton Bob was the bad guy in Super Ted. And curling is last-minute tidying. Come on. Uh, The Brits happened, and in an acceptance speech, David Bowie said he wanted Scotland to stay. People were upset and told him he should keep his nose out, as he doesn't even live in the UK now. Someone should really tell Sean Connery about that rule. After the Brits, we heard that Adele is going to collaborate with Prince, I'm guessing on a new version of his song, Get Off. Now she's involved, it'll be, oh, get off. Simon Cowell had a son. Oh, I was going to play Congratulations, but played the music from The Omen. Oh, well. Yep, he's small, wrinkly, totally dependent on Simon Cowell. Hang on, now I'm thinking of Louis Walsh. Justin Bieber failed a sobriety test in America, and there were claims that he might have been on drugs too. There was a petition to deport him back to America, but if he if he gets sent back to Canada with a drink and drugs problem, what's he going to do then? Probably be mayor of Toronto. The UK had some serious floods, which one now former UKIP councillor said was because of gay marriage, which is great news. The next time on Comet Relief there's some drought somewhere, send over some gay weddings. The poor country will get water, the couple will have a lovely wedding in a foreign country, which is the perfect way to make sure that friends you don't really like don't actually attend, but they still send you gifts. Everyone's a winner. Anyway, in this edition, London property prices causing problems, Japanese property causing moral issues, and beards. Are they worth the face value? Let's crack on. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast. The main news. Good news, everyone! Unemployment in the UK has fallen, although some say it could be because of zero-hour contracts. That's where you technically have a job, but you might not do any work. A bit like being in the House of Lords. Boom! Satire! I'm back. It's like I never left. Drink my truth. Uh, So the economy is all fixed, right? Wrong. I've been reading about the housing bubble. I thought that was like the Eden Project, but it turns out it's not. It's to do with the cost of property. Across the UK, there's been a modest increase in the average price of a house. But in London, those prices have been zooming up. It's so bad, even a parking space in High Park Corner went on sale recently for £300,000. Just a parking space. This is why they don't have a TV show called Escape from the Country. Hello and welcome to Escape from the Country. This week, we'll be helping Tim and Jennifer Sterling, who are tired of all the space in their five-bedroom cottage in Wiltshire, to move to London, where they can sublet a spare room in Earl's Court that kind of smells like food and gange. £300,000 to park a car. That's nearly as much as long stay at Heathrow. Some economists are saying the inflation in house prices in London could be storing up trouble for later on. So what can we do about this? Well... A survey came out this week saying that houses on streets with rude-sounding names cost a fifth less than those on the certificate U-sounding named streets. The study looked at streets like Minge Lane in Upton-upon-Severn, Worcestershire, and Bell End in Worcestershire, both in in Worcestershire. I wonder, is Bell End near Minge Lane? It would be if I was there. Ladies. Uh, There's Fanny Hans Lane in Ludford, Lincolnshire. Resident retired Annie Gray said, If you're ever ordering anything online and tell people your address, as soon as you say Fanny, they know exactly where you mean. 
unless you're ordering from America, in which case they drop the parcel off around the back. The survey for needaproperty.com found that houses on rude streets cost, on average, £84,000 less. So that's how we solve the housing bubble problem in London. We just need to rename every street in London to make it sound rude. There's already Cumming Street in Islington, and in EC1 there's Back Passage, which is apparently a street. I checked, I googled for Back Passage. I saw some things I can never unsee. It makes sense that homes on rude streets cost less, which is why when I went on location, 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 I asked Kirsty and Phil to get me a bargain. Uh, well, Kirsty and Phil, I'm looking for a two-bedroom property with or in the street name. Sounds kind of cool. <laughs> so yeah. It's actually probably the coolest thing we've ever done. I'm not sure how I feel about it. No, not, not an actual Phil. Um, I just want it in my address. Well, people always send me tweets saying... Well, I'd block them if I were you, Kirsty. I like the tininess of it. Well, look, again, Kirsty, not an actual. I just want it as part of my street name. It's not rocket science at the end of the day. Well, you, you think it's easy, Phil, but trust me, if you just Google for... You'll be there for the rest of the afternoon. The somenews.co.uk podcast. In the world of weird news, here's an odd story. A group of single Japanese men are suing estate agents who they say tricked them into buying property by pretending to be romantically interested in them. Well, hang on. I'm sorry, it's your own fault, isn't it? It's your own fault for being attracted to an estate agent. Why would you want to date women who are infamous for lying and pretending that things that are small are actually bigger than they really are? And now I say that out loud, I hear it and realise I've answered my own question, which means this story doesn't need looking into anymore. Next! The somenews.co.uk podcast. I saw a headline in the Evening Standard. Boys are now obsessed with body image, just like girls. And I thought, no wonder I'm so worried about the size of my tits. I've been trying to lose weight, which is why I took up running. You can hear me talk about running in previous podcasts. I've even got a high-vis jacket so I can run during the winter. And I did learn a thing a few weeks ago. If you run past a bunch of people doing community service, on the way in, you look like another runner. On the way out, you look like an escapee. I didn't help my own case by shouting, You'll never take me alive! Male vanity has hit new heights, though, with reports that the latest craze to hit New York is beard transplants. And I mean an actual beard transplant. This is not some term that describes when Tom Cruise gets a new girlfriend. Because of the fashion for thick, full beards like homeless people or God, men who can't push out a full face of hair have been left feeling inadequate. For around $7,000, you can have a new beard. Dr. Glenn Charles, a Florida-based surgeon, said 30% of his clients come from New York and some show up with celebrity photos in hand so they can show what they want to look like. Common ones include George Clooney, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt and Madonna. To find out more, I'm joined by a trichologist plastic surgeon, Dr. Harry Sack. Hello. Hey, Steve. So do you, do you really offer beard transplants? We don't just offer beard transplants. We offer a wide range of hair surgeries for both genders. Okay. We get a lot of women coming in to get hair removed from their intimate areas. What's that got to do with this story? Well, Steve, synergy. Synergy? We have women wanting to get rid of some hair and men wanting to gain some. It's perfect balance. Oh, no. You, ca oh, you can't put a lady garden on men's faces. Mm -hmm. It's a simple procedure and gives great results. Oh, it just seems wrong. Don't knock it, Steve. You don't know what it's like. You've probably never had pubic hair on your face. Oi, I was young once. You get extra volume that you wouldn't normally get in the beard area. It grows in well and often leaves you looking like you have fuller lips. How does that even... Do don't ask. 
Any side effects? Some people report bad breath at first, but not really. And what happens if the fashion changes and beards aren't in anymore? You can wax, Steve. And the great thing about waxing one of our beards is that you can have a headless mustache and simply call it a Brazilian. Mm, still not sure. I mean, beards, controversial. A beard's good or a beard's bad. I asked the question on Twitter. Here are some of the answers. At MaryMary22 says, Only Father Christmas should wear a beard. At Mary underscore Raunch, Beards look great on men who aren't my husband. At Paul Bedley One. For me, uh, I have had one for 39 years and feel naked without it. It's somewhere to store food, if sloppy too. That's a delightful image. At Leslie A. Field says, I've never known my husband without a beard. I think he looks handsome. Hashtag beard. At Paula underscore Jane underscore. I was married to uh, one with a beard, so I'm going to say without. All right, fair enough. The somenews.co.uk podcast. Your letters. Just time for another one of your letters. This sent through by Robert Bailey on Twitter. He says, what happened to your high-pitched mumbling producer? For those who are new to the podcast a while back, there was a producer on the show who didn't really have very clear diction. You can go back and listen to uh, episodes from the first two years. You can hear it. I think it was just over a year ago we mentioned that he left the show after he was caught up in Operation U-Tree. As it turns out, it wasn't the Operation U-Tree. It was an operation on a U-Tree. His brother was a tree surgeon and the producer got a job helping him out. But ironically... His brother is on the sex offenders register. He was caught having sex with a tree. But ironically, ironically, not a yew tree. It was a birch. It was a dirty birch. So that's what happened to him. The somenews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another episode. If you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on other apps that I don't even know about. Uh, You can uh, pass the link on to a friend. Just email it to someone. That's the best way you could spread the word. If you can't wait for more, there's an archive of podcasts of these on the website. There's the Agonise podcast and many podcasts of some radio shows. I've done somenews.co.uk for more. And don't forget to follow on Twitter and say hi. Hello, I'm at Mr. Stephen Allen. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. Bye. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.